0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness counselor, 500-hour yoga teacher, and Ayurvedic postpartum doula in training. I'm also a mama uh, to two little boys. So this is something that is um, a topic that kind of came to me from client conversations. And I want to kind of explore this. Let's flesh this out. Is it following your intuition, or is it just a Vata imbalance? So I have a lot of intuitive um, women that I work with and I myself consider myself an intuitive woman. And sometimes when we think about talking to our intuition or working with our intuition, mm, is it that, or is it our imbalance? Because sometimes when I hear answers from people, um, one, it might change from day to day, which looks like a Vata imbalance. And Two, it might change even from, you know, minute to minute or the indecisiveness that can be kind of a little Vata imbalance. And that's not necessarily trusting our gut or not being a hundred percent sure. Like this is, this is it. This is what I want. Now there's not to say that there are going to be times in your life where of course there's going to be a hard decision. And you're like, did I make the right one? Did I trust my gut? And for me, my intuition, it just looks like it's an immediate. Yes, it's immediate. No, I kind of, I kind of have that just hit And we all have different ways that our intuition speaks to us. And so for me, it's an instant thing. I don't have to pause and ask and reflect because I find the more that I pause, ask and reflect, the more I get into my head and the more confused I get instead of really just leaning into that first answer and trusting that, yes, that is the correct answer. So the Vata Dosha loves change, Um, but is it good for the Vata Dosha? No, you know, often that, that change comes with changing our mind. Every time the wind blows, we get a new idea and we follow that idea instead of following through with things. And I'm totally raising my hand because that can be me from time to time. Um, I just kind of have these intuitive nudges. I will call them. They're not, it's more or less a Vata imbalance. It's not me. Um, Sometimes Vatas can be kind of impulsive. Hey, we got to ground our feet down. Is this something that is actually going to help us? So when we think about this, um, when we think about connecting to our intuition, how do we do the difference? How do we know when to trust ourselves? So let's start by looking at what does vata look like when it's imbalanced? Well, if generally you're feeling scattered, ungrounded, you're lacking focus, um, you have dryness to your body, which could be dry skin, it could be constipation, Um, you maybe are always cold, you have unpredictable movements and thoughts, and you might be a bit anxious That's looking like vata imbalanced in your body or in your mind. In balance, you know, your vata is super creative. Uh, You might be listening to more music. You might be thinking out of the box a little bit more. And maybe you really want to do some arts and crafts. Or for me, I like to build in my apothecary or cook. You like to have that creative outlet of some sort. So should you constantly be changing up your routines, you know, pulling it back to that first comment, because this is actually going to play a big factor in that vata balanced. Um, Are you in balance? Are you not? Well, daily routines, such as your meditation practice, your workouts, your pranayama, your bedtime, what time you get up, having those be consistent helps keep vata happy. Now for myself, I like to rotate things seasonally. And I've been seeing so much more online and it could also be who I follow is mostly people in, I guess, a similar space who like seasonal living and cyclical living. And so there's a lot more emphasis on people talking about this and talking about shifting up our routines with the seasons and really living with the seasons. Um, And that's where a lot of the, you know, seasonal affective disorders or really just having a tough time with the transition from season to season, it can be because we're trying to force ourselves into the same practices that worked for us in the summer. And they're not, you know, we had a completely different routine, especially if you have kids, you know, when you have back to school time, things shift, you know, you have priorities that shift. You have to get kids to you know, school or to the bus, get them ready. You need to pick them up or have them, you know, meet them after school. All of those things are little shifts and they're going to shift with what you're going to be able to get done in a day. So now I want to caveat this with, is I'm talking more about that Vata individual myself. I tend to go out in Vata. I don't as much in Pitta anymore, even though I am a Pitta, Prakriti, that's what I was born because I really hate my Pitta imbalance. I don't mind a Vata imbalance, which is where it gets me into trouble. But Pitta, I really do not like being burnt out, overwhelmed, and just overly stressed. Now, don't get me wrong. I love having stuff to do. Like if you know me and all of my friends are like, I can totally tell you're Pitta because you get so much done in a day. That is something I've done. Like if I told you it's as I'm recording this, it's 1030 in the morning, the amount of things that I have accomplished by 1030, including, you know, waking up, taking my seven-year-old to school and having my six month in tow because he woke up extra early this morning, I'm like, wow, even reflecting, I have a ton of stuff done. So that is my pitta nature. I love that about myself. And so that's something I'm not going to change. Now, I also am going to take a break because I am that I'm a projector as well. So I need the breaks. I need like a couple hours of downtime. If I don't have that in my day, that is when my pitta starts to act up. So I already know that for me, I am actually going to play in the kitchen and I'm going to finish my last Ayurvedic postpartum doula um, meal planning that I need to do. That's fun to me. It's also, you know, checking something off my to-do list, but it's also where I can express some creative energy. So when we're thinking about this and you're thinking about how can I shift and make my routines seasonal, um, that's going to actually benefit Vata. So why shifting from one practice to another is not good for you? I want to break it down and talk about working out first. So, if you think about your workout routine, now you're probably in either one or two camps. You might be someone who gets bored really easily from workouts and you change up your routine every day. So, you're doing something different every single day. That could mean maybe you go to a boot camp on Monday and Tuesday, you go for a walk. Wednesday, you go to yoga. Thursday, you go to a different boot camp class where you're doing different exercises. Friday, you go running Saturday, you go back to a yoga class and then Sunday you rest. All right. That sounds like a very common workout routine. Now, if I would give you my workout routine, um, if you get bored easily, you would probably be bored by mine. But again, I have that Pitta under, under belly, I guess, so to speak. So I don't mind doing that same thing. I like to have structure. I like to see myself improve as the month goes on. If you talk to many trainers, a lot of us now I do also, I've been a personal trainer in case people are new and don't know, I've been a personal trainer for 16 years. So I still have some personal training clients that I see. And, um, really I, I work out and I do the same thing for about four to six weeks. I'm doing the same routine with maybe slight tweaks, but usually it's about the same, same thing, you know, all month long. And I just notice how it shifts when I start the month, I'm usually lifting maybe let's say 15s for rear delt raises. And by the end of the month, I'm now doing 20s. little change like that, I love to see. I love to see that progress. So for me, that motivates me. And that is something I um, like to see the changes in. Myself, if you're like, well, what do you do for your workout routine? You know, mine looks a little different in terms of I lift four days a week. So I lift typically Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays. Wednesdays and Saturdays, I'm attempting to go running. I will be starting that next week because my routines are shifting next week. So I'm going to be doing some runs a couple days a week. And then I teach yoga on Sunday mornings. Now I don't consider yoga a, um, physical workout part of my workout routine. Uh, I do do some yoga asana though. Um, sometimes on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings, but, uh, that is more of a mental and kind of spiritual practice for me versus the workout, So that's kind of my, my, um, flow in a nutshell. And I, again, I don't shift that every day. That to me sounds super stressful. And that's a lot of planning because now I have to every day figure out what I'm going to do. And if you're thinking about that, maybe you are that person, maybe you're working out at home still, and you are shifting what you do every day. And you're just not sure that is stressful. That's taxing on the body. I would recommend finding a program, um, with a trainer online, who maybe there's an app that you can follow that shifts it for you, that has their own um, macro and meso cycles, so you don't have to think about that. So that they'll do that, and you just follow it. And sometimes that's a little bit easier for that vata dosha. Now, when we think about other practices, what about morning routines? What does your morning look like? Do you stick to the same meditation or pranayama? or if you have yoga asana in your morning routines? Is it the same thing or are you shifting it up daily? I will say I used to um, shift things up daily until two years ago when I went through my uh, 500 hour yoga teacher training and they had our teacher Tanya had mentioned, hey, sticking to the same thing is actually really grounding to the Vata Dosha. And that made me think, oh, well, I'm over here every morning. You know, going through my insight timer, trying to find the right meditation. What do I feel like doing tapping into my intuition, which I'm actually now getting myself a little Vata imbalanced, uh, because it's not consistent. It's not the same. I'm listening to different teachers. I'm listening to different meditations and I am becoming, I mean, ungrounded in a sense, instead of having that same typical practice. So for me right now, since it's the fall season, alternate nostril breathing, Brahmari, those are my Pranayams. I'll practice them typically five minutes. And I have a little timer that dings. And so I'll switch when I'm halfway, I sit in a silent meditation for 10 minutes. And again, I have a timer going that just dings to let me know when the 10 minutes is up. And then as I'm transitioning now, actually again, next week, cause things are shifting for me as I'm sliding, or actually I should say this week, cause as this is released, this is already my transition, but Tracy Stanley, I signed up for her level two meditation training and it starts at the end of October And so we have some homework with it. And so starting that chronic alignment meditation, I'll be doing that most days of the week. Um, I won't say I I will do it all seven days, but if I get it five of the seven days in, in Ayurvedic um, tradition, that is still enough to make it a habit and make it a practice. So if you're someone who's like, I don't know if I can, you know, meditate all seven days, you know, doing it at least five of the seven is a great goal to shoot for if you're starting from scratch. So that's my intention is to do that same practice. And then once I'm in the training, we're going to be exposed to more um, meditations and more practices that will be consistent. And having that consistency is how you can deepen your practice. And I don't know if I really or truly understood that until I started doing this a couple of years ago, having the same practices. Instead of going wide with all my practices, I started going really deep. And one of the questions I had asked Tracy during our meditation level one is how do I get through to maybe yoga students, like who are wanting to switch things up every week? And then she said, well, you are the teacher. You no, know, you're in charge of what they're experiencing and they're coming to you for that advice. And the same thing with the trainer, I have switched clients up where we're doing the same workouts. You know, I compromised and we did the same workouts for two weeks in a row instead of switching it up every workout. Um, you know, and they're, they're not quite ready for, you know, having that same workout for the entire month, but, you know, maybe they're, they're working towards that. And that can be the same. If you're thinking about how to implement this into yoga classes, if you're a yoga teacher or your own practice is maybe starting with the two weeks and then, you know, trying to work up to having it be consistent, um, for the four to six weeks or seasonally is where you can really stretch things out. And how can you go really deep with yourself? And what I found is the more that I practice the same meditation, the same breath works, it's really easy for me to guide people through a deeper experience in yoga classes, in their own practice, because I know this so well. It's really in my bones. I know what comes up for me, and I can speak to that. And I think there is a a profound experience you have with a teacher when they are so deep in their own practice. And then they fill your cup up by really going deeper, you know, with you as a student. I personally love that when teachers can, you know, you can tell when the teachers are practicing what they're preaching versus when they maybe don't have time. They've been just going through the motions and they're just coming to either get a paycheck or, um, to just kind of, you know, maybe they like to do it, but they don't have their own practice. I can sense that. And I can say myself, when I first started teaching yoga, I didn't have that deep practice. I was teaching because I in, you know, I enjoyed teaching. I liked, I wanted to kind of work on my yoga teaching skills. But the irony is I didn't have time, nor did I, or I probably had time. I just didn't devote the time to my own practice. And that does a disservice then to the students. And so now, since I have my own practice and I Um, you know, even with a little, a little one, I still try to make time for my practices. It might not be in the morning. Like I intend, it might be a little bit later some days, such as today, when he woke up earlier than I expected during my typical, you know, morning, morning space and morning meditation time, it's going to happen a little later. And when I say that, that's the pit in me knowing that I will, I will get that in later. Um, so maybe for you, depending on what phase of your life you're in, you know you have to start getting a little bit more intentional with your practice and having that discipline and that discipline and that structure to help harness that vata dosha and if you're a pitta you have maybe a little flexibility but again pittas thrive on that structure as well what can happen with pittas though as i just said earlier if i got really out of sorts that i missed my morning meditation and um i got really just kind of angry and maybe i you know woke up my husband and my husband typically sleeps in later. And he stayed up late, um, last night cause he was working. And I was like, here, you take, you know, our, our baby, I have to do my thing. And then now my husband's going to be kind of cranky and upset because I had to do this thing because I was so hyper-focused on it has to be at this time. That is a little bit of a pit and You know, I can go with the flow. So there is a little bit of that go with the flow. Now, if you're more of a Vata person, You might be the person who every day you have that excuse. I will say excuse in quotations, um, because sometimes there is an excuse. Sometimes it is actual life, but sometimes it is an excuse and you just can't find the time, but you're always distracting yourself with something. So knowing yourself is really the key here when I'm talking about everything with connecting to your intuition and knowing if it's a Vata imbalance. So really doing some self-reflection. And, you know, if a challenge for you, probably for the week would be, how do you feel when you stick to your routine versus when you mix things up? And maybe you're, you're in that mix things up mode. And you're like, I never even thought to really deepen and stick with that same routine. Try that for the week, stick with the same morning routine. Maybe for you, if you're like, Andrea, I do not even have a meditation practice yet. Start with just getting up and going to bed at the same time. That can be where you start. So really check in with yourself, do some self-reflection. And if this is something that is exciting to you, if you're like, hey, I love this, getting to know myself in a deeper level, this is what we're going to be doing in the seasonal living collective. You know, this is uh we start actually next week. So we're gonna be starting September 18th, and we're diving deep for eight weeks. We're gonna get to, you're gonna get to know yourself. I'm gonna be kind of that guide of here are practices that have been working for me. And I'm in a, a busy stage of life with two little kids and Um, I've kind of crafted this round to help busy moms in particular make time for themselves. So we're going to be having weekly group zoom restorative or yin yoga nidra practices. So it's going to be 30 minutes because again, I'm catering this to busy moms and it's at eight o'clock central standard time. So every Sunday, we're going to be consistent with a practice for you. You're going to get a one-on-one call with me so we can really dive deep into Hey, what works for you in your life? We're gonna have two full moon ceremonies that are gonna be virtual. And this again is gonna be that pause. Hey, let me check in with myself. What is working and really do some reflection? That's personally one of my favorites is doing moon circles because I do have that space built in to check in with myself. Cause you know, some days it's not, some days it's not happening. Unless you have a consistent journal practice um, and you're you're writing down your intentions. Every single month, sometimes coming to that group atmosphere um, will help you kind of take it to the next level. We're also going to be having bi weekly group Ayurvedic coaching calls, and I've mapped out kind of the themes for the season. And then we're going to be doing an Ayurvedic fall cleanse, which will either be a food cleanse if you want, or a Pratyahara cleanse. So, really getting into those five senses. I am really excited for this round of the collective because it's going to be nourishing to the nervous system. It's all about slowing down and tuning into who you are. What do you need? Let's rediscover it because in this season, in this phase of your life, it's going to be different than it was last year. It's going to be different than it is next fall. Every season, these things shift. And making the space to actually pause and notice what you need is something that we all should be doing, but we, we don't, we don't make time. If we're going to be honest, a lot of us aren't making time for that pause, unless you're putting it in your calendar and just like making it non-negotiable, having a little, you know, three hour self retreat every season to check in with these things, that would be ideal. So maybe going forwards, if you're like, Hey, you know if funds are a little tight i'm not going to be able to w- make it work this time andrea um you know having that half day retreat for yourself i would highly advise and so with with the collective i do have a payment plan and it is 497 for the 8 weeks or 250 a month for a payment plan for 2 months so two payments of 250 i've tried to make it um you know as accessible as it is for you and still having that um i guess what did my husband say to me, um, making sure that I'm taking care of my own needs, I guess, uh, embracing it where I still can, you know, financially make it work for myself. So, uh, that is my intention with the collective is to just, let's go deep with ourselves. Let's have Ayurveda as that backdrop and really get to know ourselves. All right. If this was juicy, and this is something that you want more of, um, head on over to my website, andreaclaassen.com check out the seasonal living collective. Again, we start September 18th. I would love to have you in there, um, and ask me any questions over on Instagram. Send me a DM seasonal Andrea, if you have questions or an email, and I would love to, to connect with you. All right. Thank you all and go out there and spread your peaceful power.